Okay, killer, man. Well, I appreciate the time and uh, want to talk about the new album and the tour and, and get your opinion on a couple things. But let's dig into this new album, the the third album, Highway Crosses. This isn't a concept album, is it? This is not. No, it's uh, just a bunch of songs that we wrote and we had some ideas for and went for it. Because the last album, Screams from a Black Wilderness, that kind of was a concept album, but the video for the the title track, Highway Crosses, kind of looks like it. there might be a little storyline going through, or is that kind of just separate from the music and just kind of for the video fun? Yeah, that's just sort of video, just for the fun of it. You know, like it, uh, it just kind of morphed into what it did just after we started you know, throwing ideas back and forth and became became this kind of like 80s sci-fi kind of vibe. Kind of has that Stranger uh, Stranger Things kind of vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> and I love it. You always make great videos. And this one, uh, no doubt, another great one. And who's the hot chick with you in the car? Uh, her, she's an actor from Hollywood. Her name is Jade Ely. Um, she's just uh, a friend. She's done a bunch of videos with the director. and So she uh, was available and we went with her. <laughs> Not a bad thing to happen. You know, I was thinking about this tune. I kind of ask you a kind of a philosophical thing. How do you know when a song is done? Uh, that's a good question, man. I don't know. I guess when, <laughs> I mean, it's probably not done until it's recorded, you know? Until the, <laughs> like, until the label's bugging you for it. Well, until it's until we're at the studio and, and all the tracks are done for it. You know, we, we write a lot of the stuff at home and then kind of leave it, you know, get it to where we're happy with it, and then we just move on until we can get more and more songs done, you know, and have the more we push forward, the more songs we get. So, and then once we get in the studio, they, you know, we hash them out more, and then they become what they are. And then once they're tracked, I mean, that's pretty much, that, that's it. It's done. <laughs> then you have to give it away. It's like, time is up. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm bummed that we're not going to get this uh, In Flames tour uh, that you're on now in Southern California, but uh, certainly got to uh, be elated to be part of the Musing Tattoo Festival because that's, that's like exactly you, music and tattoos. Yeah, man, we're, we're, uh, we're you know, obviously we'd love to come to Southern California with this run and, and be, able to, be able to play for our crowd, you know, with this, such a great tour, but... But we're lucky that we have the music, and it's you know that was a big, big you know feat for us to get that, and we're really excited to to you know play for that community of people, and it's really run by a really good company, SGE, and you know they do a really good stuff, so we're excited. Yeah, I mean, and are you going to be doing any tattoos during the the music festival, or just playing? We're going to play Friday, and then I'm tattooing Saturday and Sunday. Oh, killer. So you will be yeah. doing some tattoo work out there. Yeah, a little bit. Just, you know, the rep, my shop's going to be there. The rest of the shop will be there working and stuff. But I'm just going to do just do a couple, like, work on a couple friends. Very cool. And and Friday night is going to be a great night of music. And was kind of curious. I mean, suicidal tendencies, legends. I, I think criminally, they don't get the, the credit they deserve for mixing all the different styles of music, the, the metal and the, the rap and the crossover thrash and the punk and everything. And curious do you remember the first time you heard suicidal tendencies oh yeah it must have been the late 80s my brother was a big big fan growing up and so anything my brother listened to i listened to and uh, yeah it was had to have been 89 88 something like that and was it was it institutionalized the first tune uh no i think it would have been ugh, i don't know actually i know for me it was like 88 88 89 i think was like uh how will i laugh tomorrow when i can't even yeah, smile today that's, that's that's what it was it was how i laugh tomorrow for sure and then he got into the rest of the stuff like the back catalog after that sick i love love yeah. mike muir and company definitely looking forward to that show and, and hate breed oh, on yeah. that show too i've been I, that's probably more of a a direct impact and influence on you hate breed 
for sure you know like we've got we've got all those influences you know like the hardcore the metalcore and like the southern southern metal southern rock kind of vibe too but you know hate breed is a very influential band on just about any band in the last 20 years so <laughs> it's pretty cool to be playing with them and bleeding through you know and sick of it all of course i mean it's just like it's a pretty staff lineup and we're just you know honored to be able to even be there and uh, you know, speaking of, of influence, I'm gonna play this little game with you. You know, we all we all remember the the big four that was kind of made the news rounds, and they did a little bit of touring. The big four was Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax. Uh huh. I'm working on the the continuation of that, moving it to the '90s and adding one to it. What I call the Flannel Five. And I'm curious, out of this list, who would be your favorite of the Flannel Five? Not that they could actually wow. play, but just as an influence, It'd be like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple. Allison Chains, they're the, they're yeah. the band. Yeah, Allison Chains. Uh, in order of the Allison Chains, Pearl Jam, um, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, then Nirvana, and then Soundgarden for me. Why is Alice number one? They just, I don't know, man. The, the darkness, the, the sorrow, the the. Uh, it was just like you know when I first heard Facelift. You know, I was still coming out of that you know the hair metal phase of being a child, and um, my brother brought home Facelift, and I was like, wow, this is like, you know still really kind of cool and like had they still had they had that bit of a vibe still a little bit but they you know the guitars were heavier and thicker and it was just like singing about doing heroin and just like <laughs> it was just cool and scary and like you know and and then when dirt came out i heard actually i heard wood off the single soundtrack and it like i was hooked i'm just like man this is this is insane and you know in high school and stuff when i was coming out anything depressing and you know young seven six fifteen sixteen year old kid and yeah, I was I would help instantly. Yeah, I would have assumed that Alice would be your favorite. Kind of, kind of. I love those those like dark and eerie, like haunting vocals that they do, and you, yeah, yeah. and the melody, and you kind of hear that in your music as well. Yeah, the swampy, like dirty, like yeah, for sure. I love it, man. I've been thinking of this one and trying to figure it out, and I think we're about the same age. Can you can you pick? Do you have a favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Yeah, are you a fan of wow. Eddie Murphy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming to America. Oh, that's a, that's in the top. I think it, mine is Trading Places, but I'm glad I mean, that coming. Yeah, to, it's, it's hard to say. I just like coming to America just because of all the characters that, that those guys played and like all the makeup and stuff. And you know, I mean, if you go into a stand-up, then obviously Delirious was my favorite. <laughs> it's cool that they're doing. A, I think they're going to do a Coming to America Part Two. I heard like it's in yeah, the I works. Heard that too. Yeah. And, and I'm putting this out there in the universe, and it's going to happen at some point, and, and that's why I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe it's you, but there needs to be somebody has got to do a metal remake, a cover, Eddie Murphy's classic, Party All the Time. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Right? Isn't that, like, ripe for a metal makeover? That would be pretty funny, man. Hey, one last thing. <laughs> Speaking of, of uh, movies, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? What do you think? I did. I thought it was a great movie. The timeline stuff didn't bother you at all? Just enjoyed the music? I, mean, I, I didn't really care about that. You know what I mean? Like Everyone's going to be a critic and have their opinion about whatever's wrong and whatever's right. I just think it was a good movie. The great acting. The music's great. Queen's, Queen's legendary. So I, I enjoyed it all around. Awesome, man. And Connor, last yeah. question for you. One, one more category. Uh, new metal. Can we jump into this for a second? Six bands for in sure. the new metal category. New metal? I like to call it yeah, I like to call it the new metal six pack. This will be Rage Against the Machine, Corn, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, System of a Down, Disturbed. Jesus, man, the only one that other than that I, I mean, Corn for sure. When the first Corn record came out, I was young and I loved it. Um, obviously Slipknot, but the other ones I just didn't wrap my head around, man. Never did. So, 
So out of corner Slipknot. Corn first record for sure. I mean, Slipknot guys are good friends of mine. I was on their first two tours out with them tattooing and stuff. And so I have a different love for them other than just the music. But Corn's first record was, you know, the high school thing again and Angst Ridden Pink. And that was one of the best ones. And But I would go into more like Spine Shank, Orgy, Pole Chamber. Like those were my those were my 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 new metals in the late nineties. I, I got to come up with one. I think the next one I got to do, and I'm still working on, would be like metalcore. I think would be maybe after that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, get J-O. into like Kill Switch yeah. and and uh, yeah. you know Trivium and all of them. But Connor, always yeah. a blast talking to you, man. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at kcalfm.com. Adios.